Let's crank it. You've got Jiggy Jaguar. Podcasting from www.jiggyjaguar.com. Welcome back to our big program. We have our last guest of the day joining us on the telephone here in just a few moments. Get a hold of us online, jiggyjaguar.com. That is your best spot to see what we are up to. And uh, we have a interesting topic here in a few moments. Uh, we have got a great guest. Armin Brott is going to join us. He's the author of the new Father Book series. He's a nationally published columnist on manhood and fatherhood, and he's the host of Positive Partnering, which is a weekly talk program. He joins us today here on the telephone. How are you, my friend? I'm okay. How are you? Pretty good, actually. Now, um, talk to us a little bit about your uh, your programs and books and, and everything you're involved in. Well, I'm involved in a whole bunch of different things. So all of them have to do with men, I guess, although men have to do with family, so it really involves everybody. But I, I have, a, as you mentioned, a series of books on fatherhood that deal with uh, one book deals with pregnancy and childbirth. The next one is... Uh, dealing with the being involved in the first year and then the toddler years and single fathers and I did one fairly recently for military fathers and it's it's really the the focus of all those books is really giving guys the tools that they need to be the involved dads that they really want to be and that their family needs them to be uh, there's not a lot of resources or information out there for dads to help them understand how important a role they play in their children's lives so Fantastic. that was that, and and at the same time as I was researching fatherhood, I began to see that there was a lot of connections with men's health in general, and so I've been focusing quite a bit on that uh, recently. Especially, I just started a, a nationally syndicated column called Healthy Men that deals with issues having to do with uh, health issues having to do with uh, men, and the. The sad fact of it is, just to give you the summary, we can talk about some details when you, if you'd like. Definitely. Is that men live shorter, less healthy lives than women do. They, they live five years shorter lifespans, and they die of nine out of the ten, top ten causes of death in greater numbers and younger ages. And don't go to the doctor when we're supposed to go. We don't take, don't take our medication. We commit suicide four times more often than women do. And it's, uh, it's a pretty grim situation out there, and I'm trying to get people to understand that and to focus some attention on that because saving men's lives is really what it's about, and by improving men's lives and saving their lives, we're going to improve the lives of everybody else around them, their families, their, their friends, their communities. We have got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big program. So... Um, Delve in uh, to to that. Well, give 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 us some more details here. Some more details of. Well, you you, you mentioned earlier that that if we wanted to cover a topic and and you threw out a topic there, I was just go, going back and setting you up oh. and, and letting you give us more details here, Armin. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So let's talk about some of the mental health issues. I think are, are some things that people don't really get. I mean. Uh, so about 75 or 80 percent of all suicides are committed by men, and about 70 or 80 percent of the opiate deaths having to do with opiate overdoses and, and uh, substance abuse are also men. And people may have seen, some of your listeners may have seen or heard 
the recent reports from the CDC that was talking about how for the past three years in a row, something that has never happened before, which is that the life expectancy for Americans has gone down three years in a row. And that sounds terrible because we should be, thanks to medical science and, and uh, advances in science and, med- and drugs and treatments, we should be living longer. But if you look at the data, you see that it's not overall all Americans who are living shorter lives. Women's life expectancy continues to increase. Men's is getting shorter for the reason that, that I just mentioned, because, in, in large part because of suicides and because of, of opiates. And so we, we have a, a major, major health crisis going on here. And it costs us, I actually did a paper on this a couple of years ago, it costs us in terms of lost tax revenues and lost income uh, to states and, and federal governments and increased tax payments, or not tax payments, but payments for benefits and survivor benefits and widows and orphans and things like that, and then lost productivity we lose about $450 billion a year because of the disparity in men's and women's health. And it's something that affects every one of us in some way. And I think the more people who are aware of it, who can get in touch with their, their Congress people or their legislators, or can at least maybe, maybe even on a lower level just take better care of themselves, I think it's going to make a difference. We've got a great guest with us today. Armand Brott joins us here in our big broadcast. Now, uh, talk to us a little bit about how common is male loneliness. Talk to us a little bit about this. Well, loneliness is, is something that is becoming more and more common, and, and more and more people are becoming more and more aware of it. It's ironic, in a way, that we live in a, in a world where we're supposedly all completely connected because of social media, and everybody has thousands of followers on Instagram and on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else. So we think that we're connected and we have all these friends because we call them friends. But the reality is that for men in particular, they get lonelier and lonelier over the course of their lives. And if you think about it, for, for most boys, the way that we begin to socialize is, is doing group activities where we play a sport or we do something that involves a group of other people. And then as we get older and we have more responsibilities, we start a family, we have kids, we aren't able to do the same kind of socializing with those groups as we've done before. And we don't have the same sorts of actual physical connections with other people, other men in particular. And so there, there is this sense of loneliness that comes about, and there, there, which is driven in some way, and it, it works together with the idea that a lot of men have that they don't feel as important to anybody. They don't feel like they have a purpose in life. And if you're feeling unloved and unappreciated and that you don't have a purpose in life, you're likely to start abusing, drinking too much or abusing drugs or even possibly commit suicide. And, and so all of these, these issues are related. And it gets, you know, with the, with the holidays that just recently passed, there's always a, a, an increase in suicides because of this, because of this exact situation is that people in a time when they should be connecting with other people, don't have the skills or don't have the, the network of friends or associates to hang out with. And so we end up going through, going through life alone, which is a, a terrible tragedy. 
We have got a great guest with us today. Armand Brott joins us here on our big broadcast. He's the author of a new father book series. Tell us a bit about this uh, book series. About the book? Yes. Tell us all about okay. it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just having trouble hearing it. So not not a problem. Just give us more details on okay. the book. We want to get people to go pick it up. Okay. So the, the first one is called The Expectant Father, and it deals with pregnancy and childbirth from the, from the dad's perspective. And the second one is called the new, uh, the new Father, a Dad's Guide to the First Year, and that takes, picks up right with the birth and then goes on through 12 months. And then uh, there's one for the toddler years, which goes to ages 2 and 3, and then the school years goes all the way up to age 9 or 10. And um, there's, uh, I mentioned, the one for single fathers and military fathers. And, and the, the focus of these things is, there, there's a little bit in there on child development because it's important for the guys to understand what their child is doing at any particular moment. But the, the things that really separates, uh, separate my books from other books that deal with parenting is that there's a major section in each chapter on what it is that the dad is going through and how this particular stage of fatherhood is going to affect him. What is he thinking about? What is he concerned about? And then there's also major sections on, and, and how do you connect with your child at this age? Because kids of different ages have different needs, and they have different capabilities. You can't play catch with a, with a nine-month-old. It's just not going to happen. You, you can't expect the kid to catch something, and you can't expect a child to, to read to you who's two years old, probably. I'm sure there's some exceptions to that, but it's generally not going to happen. Uh, and so... But what dads need to understand and what I try to do in throughout all the books is to emphasize that dads and moms play different roles in their kids' lives. They're different, but they're equally important. And that kids who have a lot of time with dad and who have exposure to dad's unique way of looking at the world and the unique things that he does that are different from what mom does, those kids are much better off. They do better in school. They're less likely to abuse drugs and alcohol. They're less likely to become teen parents. They're, they'd go further in their careers. They make more money. They, it, they're just a, an endless number of benefits to kids. And too many dads and too many other people who are not dads don't recognize the critical role that fathers play in their children's lives and the importance that, that being involved can, can play and how important it is to be involved, but also how important it is to understand what to do to be involved at different stages. Fantastic. Well, uh, before we let you go, my friend, how do we find you online, pick up your books, everything else? Well, thank you very much for having me. Well, wh wh where do we find you online? We want, we want to send people your way. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I just I didn't hear that question at all. So there's a, there's a couple different places let me refer you to. So for, for anything having to do with fatherhood, MrDad.com. It's M-R-D-A-D.com. And there's lots and lots of my syndicated columns there on fatherhood, lots of articles, all sorts of other resources for dads, and you can find out lots of information about the books and where to get them. They're available at bookstores everywhere. And for anything having to do with men's health, two places I'd refer you to. One is menshealthnetwork.org. It's a, a big uh, nonprofit in D.C. that I work a lot with, and they do fantastic work around men's health, a lot of education and advocacy work. And then also the syndicated column that I mentioned on men's health that I, uh, I think I mentioned to you earlier called Healthy Men. The, the website for that is healthymentoday.com, and there are 
dozens of columns on men's health in different aspects. And through any of those websites, people can drop me lines. If you've got a question, something you think needs an answer, I would be absolutely delighted to hear from people. Fantastic. Well, I appreciate you being on the program today. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you much. There he goes. And uh, hopefully he gets his phone fixed. We are going to take a time out. And when we come back, we have got more coming up.